Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the Inspired Life Podcast. I am your host, Cass, from At Consciously Cass. The Inspired Life Podcast is here to leave you with the inspiration. The inspiration to work on yourself and the inspiration to create your dream life. Each week, I will put forth a thought, idea, tip, or even a guest that hopefully challenges your thoughts and gives you the tools and confidence to live your most inspired life. Well, what are you waiting for? Your inspired life is waiting. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back. How's it going? Hope your week went well. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, It's Monday, the last Monday in October. Like, we're at the end of October. We have two more months. Two more months in 2023. Like, holy shit. So, just think about that for a sec. Like, two more months. Like, what could you do in two months? If you were to spend 15, 30 minutes a day working on something every day for the next two months, what could you do? What could you accomplish? You know, I find, I find towards the end of this, the end of the year, we kind of get into that kind of sluggish sort of, just kind of, yeah, kind of sluggish and slow, like, we slow right down and there's nothing wrong with slowing down, but it's when you slow down and you, you know, overindulge in, you know, alcohol, food, you know, staying up late, the parties, because we are, we're getting into holiday season. There's going to be holiday parties. I know at work, they're already talking about it. You know, we, we plan a party every Christmas Eve. So we've already started talking about it too, because we're getting into that season. So, well, you know, slowing down is good. It's slowing down with the intention of slowing down because that's what your body needs, not slowing down and then doing things that don't benefit your body. So maybe think about instead of, you know, going into the holidays as, you know, yeah, I'm going to slow down and I'm just going to not care what I eat, what I do. I'm just going to enjoy everything. Maybe instead go, yeah, well, I'm going to, you know, enjoy the holidays, the snacks, the food, the drinks. Maybe I'm going to work out though for 30 minutes every day and see what that does. Maybe it just means you don't gain a little bit of extra weight over Christmas. Maybe it gives you more energy. Maybe it makes you not want all those sweets. Who knows? So yeah, I challenge you over the next two months to just kind of think of something you can work on for yourself and then carve out a little bit of time every day. It's, you can always find time, you know, instead of sitting there scrolling on Instagram for 15 minutes, you could take that 15 minutes and read a a book or you could do a workout. So time is what you make it. You can either use or abuse time. But on the uh, show today, so (laughs) this episode, I seriously have recorded it three times now. The uh, first time, it apparently just didn't record. So I sat there and just talked to myself for 20-something minutes. And then 
I recorded the actual episode a couple week, couple days ago, and I uh, had a situation on Friday night where then I kind of went, I kind of want to re-record this now because I have a couple more points I want to, you know, say and just a couple more things have kind of popped into my head. So this is, yeah, I've uh, redone this episode a couple times and I don't normally recommend doing that because typically your first draft is your best, but yeah, we'll see how this goes. So this uh, episode was inspired actually by my daughter. Um, She's eight years old and she is in the habit of apologizing for everything. You know, you bump into her, sorry, uh, before she even, we even get to saying that she's in trouble. I'm sorry. Um, just, yeah, everything is I'm sorry. And the other day I went, what are you sorry for? And she couldn't even tell me. So it kind of got me thinking about, you know, do I over apologize? Am I always saying sorry? You know, is she learning this from me? Um, and then I just kind of also reflected on our society, you know, the shows we watch, the things we consume. And we really live in a society where we are constantly apologizing for everything. We overuse, I'm sorry, we abuse it. It's, it is actually ridiculous how much we apologize when we don't need to. So I want you to just uh, take a little moment and think of two or three times that you've said sorry in the last week. Either write them down quickly or just keep them in your memory for now. Got them? Perfect. Okay. And I started thinking of, you know, things that I apologize for. I apologize for how other people behave or their behaviors. Um, For example, at my work, I inherited some files from an adjuster who, or from, yeah, a colleague who left our department for a different department. And I had to apologize to those members and those clients for how their previous adjuster had acted. So it wasn't even something I had done, but I was apologizing for it. Um, We apologize with that, you know, false guilt. Yeah, we're sorry for things or we feel responsible for things that aren't our fault. So we apologize. Why do we say sorry? Well, to quickly end an uncomfortable situation. It's easier to just say sorry. We think sorry is just going to make it better. So we say it and move on instead of actually talking about it. It's a re- it's a memory. We know that, you know, it got us out of getting in trouble before. So if we say sorry, we'll get out of trouble again. It's over-apologizing is a, a people-pleasing thing. It is a symptom of people-pleasing. We don't like being comfortable. We don't like being in uncomfortable situations. 
and we don't like people feeling unhappy or there being tension around us. So we apologize or we, you know, go against what we might do just because it will make others feel better. And then we also apologize for some really silly things like, you know, being in someone's way, for sneezing, for trying to get around someone, for bumping into people. Silly things. And I'm sure you can probably think of a few other instances too where, you know, we over-apologize or why we apologize. And now don't get me wrong, there is such thing as a genuine apology. Like if you've actually done something wrong, yes, say you're sorry. But what I'm getting at here is there are so many instances where we don't need to say sorry, but it's what we default to. And so I looked up what an apology is. Because when I hear apology, for me it's, okay, so an apology is you're, you know, admitting or acknowledging that you've done something wrong. And you know that that wasn't right, so you're saying I'm sorry for doing it. And the actual definition of an apology is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. So, you look at it like you did something wrong, and you know you did something wrong, and you're acknowledging it by saying, I'm sorry. And like I said previously, there are genuine apologies out there. But what's happening is because we've kind of taken the definition of apology and almost kind of twisted it, where now it's... We apologize for every everything instead of thinking, you know, did I actually do something wrong? Does this warrant an apology? And most of the time, because it's become so natural to us to just apologize, we don't even realize we're doing it anymore. I know actually just this morning we were leaving the house and I kind of cut in front of my husband and I went, sorry, excuse me. And it was like, why did I say sorry there? Did I do something wrong? No. So why am I saying sorry? Am I hoping that it makes him think that I'm, you know, a sweet little person? I don't know, but it was just an unnecessary apology and I I caught myself this morning when I said it. So again, it's one of those things that we do it just subconsciously and it's so natural to most of us now that we just throw stories out all the time. And, and that's where over-apologizing can have negative consequences. It's, it's not good to over-apologize. Because what does it do? Well, first of all, it devalues your apology. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> right there, see? Like... If you always say sorry, eventually no one is actually going to believe that you're sorry. And it lessens the impact of future apologies that you might have to give. It's kind of like the little boy that cried wolf. You know, he 
he cried wolf and lied so many times no one no one believed him and then when it truly came time to he needed help because the wolf was going to eat him no one came and he ended up being eaten and it's like that with an apology if you just throw it out every time and you don't actually take the time to mean the apology and to genuinely show that you're sorry no one's going to believe your apologies and then when it comes time to actually give a meaningful one, people are going to remember the not-so-genuine ones before or the over-apologizing of it. People can lose respect in you. It, it sends the message that you lack confidence, that you're a pushover, a people-pleaser. You don't stand up for yourself. You let people walk all over you. You say sorry for every little thing. Over-apologizing creates low self-esteem. When you over-apologize, you're over-apologizing because you don't feel worthy of this time, space, and attention. You apologize for taking up space. You're not worthy of someone's time. Or you don't feel that way. So that's why you people please. That's why you over-apologize. We think that over-apologizing makes us seem genuine, you know, sincere and happy. But really, it sends the message, like I said earlier, that you lack confidence in yourself. That it's easier for you to just let people walk all over you and just say sorry. Instead of talking about things and actually you know, standing up for yourself. And honestly, it's annoying. Someone always saying I'm sorry, it's freaking annoying. I don't know how many times someone will say, I'm sorry, but can I? And I go, why are you sorry? Don't be sorry. The number of times I ask my daughter, why are you sorry? It's annoying. And the one that, oh, it makes me so frustrated is the sorry but not sorry like if someone could actually explain to me what that means I'd really appreciate it because I actually don't get it because for me an apology is you're saying sorry because you've done something wrong sorry I'm not sorry so you're apologizing for not actually being sorry like at that point, you might as well just not say anything and just say what you were going to say. Like for me, it just doesn't make sense. And it's almost like you don't want to kind of give the tough love or you don't want to say the thing or, you know, ruffle feathers. So by adding the sorry in front, it kind of, it's almost going to, you know, lessen the impact. I don't know. I just, I don't get it. And I find it to be one of those really extremely annoying, silly things that people say. And yeah. So as you can see, over apologizing definitely has some negative consequences. But the good thing is, is that we can work on catching ourselves when we are about to apologize. And we can either give an actual apology, one that is needed or warranted, 
or we can reframe our response and say something different. And this is where we use the powerful uh, NLP technique, reframing. It's one of my favorite ones. And for me, it's, I use it a lot with limiting beliefs, but you can also use it here too. And it's, again, it's reframing those thoughts that you're saying to yourself, those negative thoughts, those limiting beliefs, it's reframing them into something positive. So you're not thinking about the negative because again, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So if you're always apologizing, you're always acting or thinking like you're doing something wrong, you're feeling guilty. Well, those are all negative. So of course, you're not going to be positive. Of course, you're not going to be able to stand up for yourself. So that's where we reframe them into something positive, something, you know, more conversation provoking, something that's not an apology that's not needed. So here are some tips that you can use to catch yourself before you say sorry and what you can do after you catch yourself. So the first is to pause and think before you react. So think before you talk. One of the quotes that I really like is, before you react in a typical way, stop yourself. Instead, become calm, centered, clear, and thoughtful. Think before you speak. What does my dad call it? Verbal diarrhea? He used to say that to me all the time because I always started talking before I was thinking. So yeah, stop and don't let the verbal diarrhea come out. The second thing you do when you catch yourself before you're saying sorry is to ask yourself, have I actually done anything wrong? Does this actually warrant an apology? If yes, well, then maybe an apology is needed and approach it that way. But if no, re resist that urge to say sorry and use this as an opportunity to reframe what you're going to say. You're reframing what you're saying. You are retraining your brain. You're catching though yourself before you say sorry. And so I came up with a couple examples of reframing very common unnecessary apologies. And one of the ways that you can remember too when it comes to reframing your stories is to reframe your sorry into a thank you. So again, you're coming from that, you know, genuine gratitude place instead of the kind of passive pushover lack of confidence place. So for example, I'm sorry for being late. How about... Thank you for being patient while I was stuck in traffic. I'm sorry. Can I ask you another question? Let's try. Thank you for helping me earlier. May I ask you a question? Which one sounds more confident? This one. This one's a big one. I'm sorry I'm not able to come to your party. 
what have you done wrong? Think about that for a sec. Have you done anything wrong? No, you can't come. You can't come to the party. You don't need to give an excuse. You don't need to feel bad. A real friend's not going to be upset if you can't come to a party. So reframe it to, thank you for the invite. However, I'm unable to attend. I'm sorry, I forgot. How about, thank you for the reminder. When you're in the... When you're in the grocery store and you bump into someone or someone bumps into you, instead of saying sorry for bumping into you or sorry I bumped into you, why not say excuse me or pardon me or oops? Like, why are we saying sorry? You you actually didn't do anything wrong. They bumped into you. And you might be in a busy place. You You can't control that. So again... Why are you sorry for it? Another one that I hear a lot, when, especially kind of when you're in a grocery store and there's things up high, the, sorry, may I squeeze by? Well, <laughs> that really doesn't make any sense when you think about what sorry means. So why not say, excuse me, or pardon me? Honestly, that actually sounds a lot more polite anyway, and... I'm more likely to be more responsive to that than sorry may I squeeze by. So again, it's looking at why are you saying sorry? Is it necessary to say sorry? Have you done something wrong? And then it's reframing it so that it's not an apology, but it's either, you know, a statement or a response to what was said instead of just an apology. So go back to those two to three times I had you think about earlier where you said sorry and answer those two questions. And now, if you could go back with the knowledge you know now, the reframes that I just gave you, the tools... How would you respond in that situation? And how would you not apologize? And that's the key to, you know, becoming a master of this and to really being able to do this is you've got to practice and you've got to catch yourself in those situations and you've got to continue to work on it. It's not something where you just snap the fingers and you're a pro. Your brain doesn't work that way. But your brain is trainable. Your brain is workable. It's how you talk to yourself and the language you use is where you're going to help change your brain and change your mindset. And now there are things that you should never, ever have to apologize for. And if you take anything away from this episode, this is the part I want you to really take away are things that you don't need to apologize for. Number one, stop apologizing for someone else's bad behavior. Stop apologizing for not being able to attend an event. Stop apologizing for taking time for yourself 
or wanting to be alone. You are allowed to take time for yourself. You are allowed to hang out by yourself. Stop apologizing for bumping into people. Like, seriously, excuse me, we're Canadian. Let's, instead of saying sorry, use our other manners and say, excuse me or pardon me. Stop apologizing for setting boundaries. One thing I always say about boundaries is that a true friend or a true family member will respect your boundaries. And anyone who doesn't respect your boundaries is not respectful and deserving of your time. Stop apologizing for saying no. And little side note, you should not have to expand upon your no either. No means no. Stop standing, stop apologizing for standing up for yourself. Stop apologizing for not knowing an answer. We're humans. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail. We're not going to know all the answers. Stop apologizing because you don't know something. It's called learning. And again, and for all my parents out there, stop apologizing for being a mom or a dad. Don't apologize for that. Be proud that you're a parent. Be proud that you're a mom and dad. And remember, reframing takes time and patience. Don't beat yourself up if you say sorry when you shouldn't have. Acknowledge it, reframe it there, and move on. The key is catching yourself before you apologize and then reframing it. It takes time and practice. And you'll notice, and I'm just going to end on this little part here as we're going to wrap it up, that once you do start to reframe unnecessary apologies into a different response, you will notice a few things. You'll notice more confidence in yourself. And in turn, people will have more confidence in you. If you were someone who used to be taken advantage of, advantage of, you might notice that that's not happening anymore because you're not apologizing. You might feel lighter. You're holding on to less guilt. You're not apologizing for other people's behaviors. You're not holding on to things you can't control. So you might just feel lighter. You might notice your conversations with people are different now. You might notice because you don't apologize for everything anymore. People actually want to talk to you now. People actually find you interesting. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you were inspired, I would love it if you would rate and review the podcast. And if you would be so inclined to share it on your social media and tag at consciouslycast. And let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Just remember, not everything in this podcast is for everyone. So take what resonated with you today and just leave the rest in the podcast. I hope you feel inspired moving forward this week. And tune in next Monday for another amazing, inspiring episode.